Alright, how's everyone doing today? Hey kittens. Good evening, good evening. Today is Wednesday, August the 14th. I'm Dominion. And I am Epic. And welcome to episode 64 of the BGK8 show with Dominion and Epic, exclusively on Vox Power 374. Three, uh, three, seven, three, three, thirty seven. Take two. Okay. Good evening. Hi, kittens. <laughs> Today is Wednesday, <laughs> August 14th. I'm Dominion. I'm Epic. And welcome to episode 64 of the BGKH show with Dominion and Epic. Exclusively on Box, <laughs> Box Power 3. Take three. <laughs> he said to myself, no. Good evening. Welcome to Damn. Good evening. Hey y'all. Today is Wednesday. Hey Mitches, what's going on? I'm Dominion. I'm Epic. We here. And welcome to episode 64 of the BGKA show with Dominion and Epic exclusively on Box Power 373. And uh, you know what? We haven't told the kids in a while. What does BGK8 stand for? We haven't. We have not. We just have gotten right into what well, really? we've been on hiatus. So yeah, I feel like really? we need to. I feel like, you know, there might be new. There's going to be but at I least a couple of new. Well, listeners. yes, I know that. But I'm just saying they don't. I mean, but you don't like I, I don't understand. But you know, well, so, OK, let's just break it down. So let's, what's the B? The B stands for the B. The B stands for the blacks. Get into all of this skin, honey. Touch the skin, darling. Get into Touch this. all of this all skin. Into- Melanin, honey. Listen, you don't need you don't need NARS when you got skin like ours. <laughs> oh wait a minute, there was an error publishing my video. What's going on here? What's happening? They yeah they they fucking up all the way around. I don't know what's going on. So that's the B. But now um, what's going on with the G? The G. Stands for the gays, honey. The gays, gay. You are not gay. I know gay when I see gay. You are not gay. My brother, he is gay. You gonna turn down? <laughs> you are going to turn down a pussy like this. <laughs> Staring your smack in your face. Ah. Can turn down ah. <laughs> a man, the law. That's the G. Okay. And What's the, the K? The K is for the kinky. And so when I say kinky, I'm going to just say, listen, don't go and get a lifesaver, put it on, blow it on your butthole. Don't go and get a piece of Although ice. Oh, that could be cute, though. That's very cute, especially when you keep it on there and you let it disintegrate while, you, while your tongue's on it. That's mm-hmm. real cute. But however, mm-hmm. I need you to go a little bit further than that. Yeah. Just I, I'm going to need you. mouthwash. Listen. You ever do that the, the, damn, like a little low-key mouthwash animal, like 50% mouthwash? So I used, I used to do I used to do a little just a I, little, I, I, little teaspoon. I, 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 I fucked with a dude that did that. I was like, this is fun. And it's minty fresh. Mm-hmm. And it's sitting there looking it at it. It doesn't necessarily feel like, good on your dick though. I mean it felt fine, but you know. I, I needed a I needed a deal. I needed to get used to the sensation. The warming sensation. It was new to me. But then he blew on it. I was like, okay. Okay, I'm into it. There are advantages. Yes. So that's the K. Okay. And the H stands for humans. Well, that's all what right. It is. So. So how was your week? Um, my week was good, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been, it was a very long week last week, getting yes. our people together. I'm glad it's over. So far, it started off really good. 
Did they graduate? Um, no, they, we just finished that particular session. We, okay. we working on the next one and getting the new ones that come in in September. Mm -hmm. So shout out to uh, Norfolk, Virginia. I'll be down in you in uh, September. So uh, that second week of September. So anybody watching, if y'all want to come hang out. Uh, actually, one of our brothers is in Norfolk. Or is he two in, of them in Norfolk. Two well, them they're Norfolk. In, yeah, they're in the yeah. Navy. Station in the Navy. Yeah. So come check me out. Uh, I'll be down there um, that second you'll week find, of you'll September. You'll be able to find him on Growler. But yeah, and you could also Scruff, find us on BBRT. No, no, no. Growler, maybe Scruff. Adam for Adam. Adam for Adam. I forgot the password. I don't know what that is. B <laughs> BG Black Gay Chat. Black Planet. Jacked. I don't do jacked. Y'all do jacked. I, that I app just, was so janky. I just, I just. That was the jankiest I'm not, app I'm not a of fan all of time. You gonna let people know your kick? Or your Snapchat? I was wondering for a while why I was getting all of these messages on kick. Because it's like, I never use kick. And then I realized I had put it on my grinder. So like all these dudes was hitting me on, on uh, kick. And you know what, what. Kick, you don't have to put no profile, no nothing. So they're like, Oh, you sexy. And I'm like, Well, girl, you have no picture, no information, See, no nothing. So shows, what am I supposed to do with this? This shows exactly how much I'm not in because I'm not into Grinder. I'm, I'm on Growler, mm -hmm. but I'm not on Grinder. So mm -hmm. I, I. And listen, working at the airport, you know, the girls give you, they be like, Hey, you want to hook up? I'll be like, Yeah. Um, are you in the airport? And, yeah. and even if they, even if they do say they're in the airport, I'll be like, Girl, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna lose my I'm job. I'm not gonna fuck up my good, my good job. Fuck this right. shit. <laughs> fuck with y'all. I'll see you when I get off. I get off in about three hours. You know, I see I did, you. Then. I did see this flight attendant. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be here till like seven o'clock." I was like, "Good, I get off at five. He wanted to fuck right now. I was like, "Girl, I can't help you because it takes a long time to because I actually work in the airport at a gate. I mean, there's offices right. all over, but you know, it takes forever to get from my. Then I got to get to my car. It'd be like 30, 40 minutes." Anyway, so the rest of your week. But anyway, yeah, so it was pretty good. Um, I had today, I mm -hmm. had so, we had a good good meeting uh, on Saturday, but I was, I, you know, my Saturday mornings, I like to keep them real low key. I don't want no rushing. I don't want no, no shenanigans. I don't like drama early in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then? And then my uncle calls. Yes. And I don't answer the phone. And then he calls back again at like three hours. So anyway, I had an interest, I'm, I'm putting a, a coming back to that be, a here. I had an interesting conversation with my aunt today, mm -hmm. his wife, and uh, it was just interesting because I've been on this really weird space with my family about my mom, but today I had an interesting conversation with my aunt, and it was just one of those things where besides all the bullshit, we're still able to have a conversation and connect, and I was okay with that. So uh, it was just interesting. It was just good to hear from her, and um, I know she's probably not watching, but thank you for that conversation today. But other than that, um, it's been pretty good. So, good. what about yours? You know, I cut bitches off. Well, you know, she, I, the, the, for her, she's been the one that has said the absolute least. She said nothing. Okay. Which is great. And because, you know, my other uncle was there before. I was like, oh, he's cool. But, you know, he didn't already step, you know, he's. All, he's all. So, both my uncles is kind of, well. As, as the older, older. The one has already cut got, the fuck out. He's got 100% out the pocket. He's, listen, he didn't got 99.5% out the pocket. Because I, I like that uncle. Mm -hmm. And he's like 99.5%. So, it don't take much from it. If he say something else to me, then be like. But, so, yeah. That's where we are. Yes. So, but yeah. In your week? Uh, since the last show, it's been pretty low-key. You know, we had the meeting on Saturday. Then we went to the Cheesecake Factory for shenanigans. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you how 
they be fucking up putting the calorie counts on the menu. Because <laughs> they now, give you a range. Bitch. So I'm looking at the menu, and I was like, well, good. Well, you know, I'm going to get my normal, you know, my farfalee with the cream sauce. It was like 1,900 calories. That's a whole day. And, <laughs> right. A whole day. A and whole so, and fucking some. day and of some. food. And that's if you only eat that. That don't count, you know, the, the um the, the chocolate pumpernickel bread that they bring that I'm about to fuck up. That don't count the cheesecake. The fuck, it's the cheesecake factory. The, who the fuck goes to the cheesecake factory without eating a piece of cheesecake? So, that 1900, so that 1900, uh, 1900 calories that you had, that was yes, that was that day and the day after. Right. So basically, you couldn't eat nothing until Monday. There we go. But that's not what I did. Well, they do have a, they, I would call it the skinny bitch menu. So I oh, did yeah, eat yeah. from the skinny bitch menu, and that was like 500 calories. So then I got the piece of cheesecake. But the piece of cheesecake was 1500 calories. I was, you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck this up. Treat yourself. I fucked that cheesecake I'm a, yeah, up. Like, I'm going to fuck this they up. They had a couple of cocktails, too, so I was like. And the cocktails that, are not as bad, as bad as I thought they would be. Yeah, but that's still 300 empty calories, though. Not Well, it depends on what you get. So if you stay basic, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, but I'm not going to have, like, a dry martini with just gin yeah, but I'm, you know, and I'm just, olive. You know, it just depends. But I, I had mean, a passion fruit margarita, so that was like well, calories, right? that is basic. <laughs> like basic in the sense that like that's, that's what you true, have to but, have. Yeah, that's, but like that like passion that's a start. fruit is a you know very well, yeah. high in sugar and calories. Anyway, so uh, so that was that, and then you know this week is restaurant week. So um, oh my god, we went to I remember uh, we went to the pork the pork place, the pig place? place on um, that was on P was on P or was on Fourteenth. You, me, and Deviant. Yes, 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 yes. Where they had the uh, the the pork belly. pork belly. Yes, delicious. But we went to Voltaggio's brother Steakhouse, which is a steakhouse in um, MGM hmm. uh, na- at National Harbor. So it was cute. And uh, this is where I say shout out to uh, my coworker Andrew and his partner who uh, joined us. He's uh, one of my coworkers at Redacted Airlines. Right. And okay. uh, so, yeah, so and today I low key came out uh, as a leather person to uh, my coworker. Because we, listen, we were just having a conversation about traveling and how uh, I mean, he was born and raised in New Jersey, but his fam- family is Indian. And he talks about how he traveled real light. And I was like, listen. He, was, he said him and his wife went to, uh, they traveled all over Europe for five weeks. And he talked about how little he carried. I was like, bitch, I'm gone for two weeks in, in, uh, to L.A. in October. And I'm telling you, I'm carrying every bag that they're going to allow me. He was like, but why are your bags so heavy? I was like, yeah, because I got a convention. He was like, what y'all doing at this convention? That, and then, so I couldn't tell him everything. I was like, one, pack, one bag is full of dildos and floggers. I mean, we didn't go there. But I said, all right, so you know that organization? It's a leather organization because I'm in, you know, into leather. And so I have a lot of boots and other accoutrement. And so I left it at that. His eyebrow didn't go up? So Redacted Airline, listen, my, my, uh, my co-worker Andrew, uh, the works at Redacted Airlines, they have a whole big, huge, Redacted Airlines is, you know, a multi-billion oh, dollar corporation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they have like a huge LGBTQ thing that does projects and stuff. So, and if they, listen, at the corporate headquarters in Chicago, there are some very obvious homosexuals. 
Well, let me just say, I went on Grinder and I got on Grinder and I was like, ooh, bitch. Bling, bling, bling. <laughs> 50, no, 20 feet away, 30 feet, 40 feet. Like, you know, when you look at the grid and you see how many people. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> the page, you know, I scrolled up three pages and didn't get beyond 100 feet away from me. So we had lots of if they are if they aren't gay friendly then lots you know. of choices. So and you know it wasn't all it wasn't like you know you go to a, a, like a college campus especially mm-hmm. a black college campus like when I go I wasn't necessarily trying to hide it so another another story yeah so anyway uh what was I saying oh you know like when I go back to fam and I log on to Growler or Scruff it ain't nothing but a bunch of headless. <laughs> Profiles, torsos, and like, and like I'm the only dude in like a ten mile radius is with a face on. They're showing like, my face. It was not like that at Redacted Airlines. I mean, like everybody was like, "Bitch, I'm here." Like, bitch, what's up? Right. We're so, gonna yeah, meet. So we gonna meet. We, you know, they got Redacted Airlines has a room for us to meet in. You want to meet in that room? <laughs> right. It's like going on a cruise, and when they, you know how they have the the Friends of Dorothy uh, meet up on the cruise. Every... It's the Friends of Redacted Airlines. Exactly. So so yeah so that's that. So okay. anyway, cool. Um, so we have a lot of different things to actually oh. <laughs> chat about. Uh, our brother, um, shit, what did, I forget what his, uh, Xanatos. Xanatos said he ate off of his, he did. So he had this thing they, he, they bought out this big ass piece of chicken that was, it was a, basically a pizza that was. Instead of a crust, they had taken like a chicken breast and pounded it flat. Let me tell you oh, the that, lemon piccata thing. Yeah, I think that that's what chick, it is. Yeah, that piece of chicken was like this big. And he ate like a third, less than a third, he ate like a quarter of it. He said he was eating off that shit for th- two days. I was like, I imagine that's you were, because that was a big ass piece of chicken. But that thing, it used to be like, every time I get it, it's like that, piece, that thin piece of chicken. Yeah. But, but that's okay. Anyway, so, yeah, so we got a lot to talk about and cover today. Yeah, so I just, you know, I've been trying to, you know, stay very focused on the, you know, what's going on in the political climate, but then not trying to at the same time. Right. Um, So I'm just coming across a lot of these interesting news stories. And so there was a story in the Washington Post that I found very interesting about the American fencer, uh, Race Imboden. Um, he was an Olympic medalist on the men's foil team, and they won the gold at the Pan American Games mm-hmm. last Friday. Um, well, he took a knee on the podium um, during the national anthem, and then he also um, posted something on Twitter talking about we must call for change, and he basically shouted out some other tweets about Trump and about gun control. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the... Um, governing panel is now thinking about what they're going to do with his act, with his actions or as a result of his actions because they signed a consent form saying they're going to abide by all the rules and regulations and not uh, bring their political about a rule. not bring your political agenda and into the particular event and all this other stuff. So, but again, you're I find it interesting because standing in front of a fucking flag and pledging allegiance is a political action. Well, listen, but yes. I found it interesting. So if you go and check out Raising Bowden, he's not a bad looking guy either. Not a bad looking guy. He's white, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a bad I looking so. guy. Not, not bad. Scared. So I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a little credit for saying, for jumping on the Colin Kaepernick bandwagon. Yes. And actually, let me not even say that. It's not even jumping on the Colin Kaepernick bandwagon. If we go back to the '60s, mm-hmm. and I damn it, I, I said I wasn't gonna forget his name, but Jesus, Tommy, Christ. blah blah blah. Tommy and the other one. I don't remember the other one's name. The two. Uh, <laughs> With the black socks and the black leather glove. Yeah, they, they, they gave the black power salute when they uh, Who were stripped won. of their medals and, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. 
Um, yeah, so that was just an interesting story in, in, in the uh, Washington Post. Another story for those that are in D.C., which is interesting. Do you, do, I don't know if anybody remembers the club Town. I remember it used to be mm -hmm. off of U Street. Well, they're actually trying to bring it back, and they're trying to bring Town it back right in this Baptist church building. Mm -hmm. So at first I was like, that is blasphemous. Then I had a flashback, and I was like, wait a minute. You were the motherfucker that was waiting in line to go into the motherfucking limelight up in New York City in the nineties. Limelight was in the fucking and baby, when I tell you I got my life. Not the House of Blues, but there's also like a big gay club in Chicago. That's is it the House of Blues though? I might it might be the House of Blues, but there is another like big club in Chicago that's in a church. It's the perfect space. It's Listen. a huge, wide-open space with wonderful acoustics. Listen, I don't know about what's great going on Town 2.0, but I do know at the Limelight in 1990, whatever that was, I don't remember. But let me tell you what I did. Or let me tell you what... Uh, let me not do that. Let me tell you that I had fun at the yeah, Limelight. Say, what did you do? Because when I first got there, number one, all the bushes in front of the in front of the Limelight were carved into Easter bunnies because it was Easter bunny. Uh, mm. It was Easter time. It's called Topiary. Listen, these tall topiaries, whatever they were, all, they were huge, and I was gagging because the lights were like all the pastel colors of like yellow, pink, and blue and green, and I was like, "What in the ne what is this?" And I walk inside, and there's all this music and all this men. I said, "I'm home." Come on, damn limelight. Ugh. So I enjoyed it. But anyway, the town has found a new place, and they just sent a tweet out about it, saying that it's going to be. Um, they are, after two year, full years of searching, they're gonna, they found a place, and so more information is to come. But right now, the building is housed at St. Philip's Baptist Church. Um, so we'll see what comes up, comes of that. Town tweeted about it. We don't know if anybody else tweeted about it to say the deal was actually done. So we'll see what actually comes of that. So just to give you guys a little bit of information on that. Mm -hmm. um, again, in a political climate, The, 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 the bristerhood of the traveling fat bitches yes. has a long-standing membership mm -hmm. with Krispy Kreme. Let's be clear. This story is a couple years old, and the headline and all of this is, I mean, it might have come to light now, but I read this story a couple of years ago. This is not saying that, so the story is that the German family behind Krispy Kreme donuts, Panera Bread, Prêt de Manger, and Einstein bagels have come clean about their reported connections to the Nazis. Right. What they're saying is that the their family, like their these the dudes that own it, their grandfathers right. were part of the Nazi Party. So, so I can't hold I can't hold you responsible. So but I'm not gonna boycott Krispy Kreme because the dudes grand listen, no. <laughs> no. I am not going to boycott Krispy Kreme. Now it would be different if he said that he was a Nazi, but that's his grandfather that, is true. that was a Nazi. It was, uh, their last name and is, this, is these Raymond. These dudes are already old, so this isn't like... Well, actually, they're, they're, they're gone. So it's, that's I what think I'm, it's, no, I'm saying that even the, the grandchildren are older yes, men. So, yes. I mean, this is some shit that they sort of knew but didn't really talk about, so... Right, so uh, the, la the famous last name is, Ray I'm pronouncing this incorrectly. Ryman, probably. Ryman. Mm -hmm. um, it was Ryman Sr. and Ryman Jr. who were guilty, and they had a spokesperson, Peter Harf, actually talk about this. But the, uh, the both, like I said, both men have passed on, um, but they actually, um, 
he's saying that they actually belonged in prison because of what the things that they did. Right. Um, he also says that the, the Raymond family plans to donate $11 million to an undisclosed charity in response to what happened. Right. So while on one hand I'm happy that they're trying to give some retribution or, or, or pay a, a, a Make a, amends. Make amends for, for some of the some of the deeds that, they, that they've done or things they participated in. This undisclosed charity piece is the one I'm trying to figure out. Like, what does that mean? I, what, like, I, I, I want to know. I'm, I'm more interested in where it's going to go. I, I need to know where this is going to go because if it's going to go to like this undisclosed charity, which is like the charity to reelect Trump, then no, that's not that's not what I'm here for. I would hope that it's like some Jewish, you know. But 11 million. That's right. a that's a great that's and nice. Yeah, so this is, this is why I feel you know. I know that you didn't do this, but I think a lot of people are going to read this and be like, "Yeah, I'm a boycott Crystal Green Donut." Well, it's like, no. So I mean, the, this is this isn't. This, he's saying that these dudes' grandfathers did some foul shit. That is correct. Now, seventy-five years later, they're acknowledging that their grandfathers did some foul shit, and they're going to make amends. But I don't think that their company should be boycotted because of that. So again, just keeping you in the know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think the eleven million was the part that was actually just is the, the amount that was crawl. that was determined recently, mm-hmm. as opposed to the article from previously from before. But again, that eleven million kind of it, it stood out to me, so I, I'm gonna work yeah. with it. So, so maybe we'll yeah. follow this and see what's happening. Yeah, this other story pisses me off, and it was the stupidest thing ever. <clears throat> so the New York Daily News. Imagine being pulled over and you have a police officer that gets you out of the car and then looks on the hood of your car and sees a white powder and says, oh, what is this? And thinks that it's cocaine. First of all, who the fuck snorts cocaine off of the hood of that car? And, wait a minute, he done pulled you over for speeding. You were doing 80 miles an hour. So, yeah, so you were speeding. So the cocaine residue hung on to the car for dear life. So... One of the one of the student um, campus student campus reporters um, did this thing where it was a Georgia Southern. Um, it was a student newspaper, and they said they viewed a video of the arrest and quoted the following change from it. Um, the officer says, "What's that white stuff on your hood, man?" And the 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 person who it was, his name was actually uh, Shy Wirtz. He says, "Bird shit," and the officer says, "That ain't bird shit." And Wirtz says, "I promise you, that's bird doo doo." The police officer says, I, I promise, promise you, it's, it's not, not though. <laughs> and Wurtz is like, I swear to God, that's bird doo-doo. He said, I swear to God, it's not. I just tested it and it turned pink. Now, he tested this with what most state troopers and police officers have, which is a $2, um, uh, it's a $2 drug test kit that has been proven to be unreliable over several, several, several years and several incidences. So... Really? Really, officer? This is what we're doing? We're just, like, we're just wasting people's time now? Is that what we're doing? Okay. Well, you know. Okay. That's where we are. Now, big news for Rihanna fans. Yes. Riri, Robin Rihanna Fenty, is now the world's wealthiest... Robin Rihanna Fenty is now the world's wealthiest female musician. Mm-hmm. Let that sink in just a bit. The 31-year-old singer, actress, entrepreneur, beauty, and fashion powerhouse, according to Essence magazine, 
just became the world's highest female earner in music, according to Forbes, meaning she's out-earned Madonna, $570 million, Celine Dion, $450 million, and Beyonce, $400 million. Please don't, don't, don't boycott our channel because we're reporting the news. Right. <laughs> Four hundred million is nothing to sneeze at. I you, and but here's the thing, it's but no shade. Yeah. it's not mostly. From well, her right. Music. So let me be clear. Yeah, the, it's not from her music. What it's from is from the fact that she, uh, in 2018, um, I'm sorry. Let me back up. In May 2018, Rihanna launched Savage X, an online-based lingerie company. And during the first 40 days of the market, her company made 100 million in sales. Right. However. Going back one year before that, her ascent into that tax bracket was because of the Fenty Beauty products, right. and that generated $570 million in the first 15 months. Right. So Ms. Riri has stepped on a gold mine. Sal, y'all know, y'all know, y'all know them girls from the island. Keep a job. Listen, and the funny thing is, everyone that I've heard that talks about her beauty product, the makeup, mm-hmm. they talk about how absolutely incredible it is. Skin tone, color, wearability, durability, like everything about it is just amazing. It breathes, it doesn't smudge, it it does everything it's set out to be. And her customer service is on point because when people have had issues with stuff, they've sent it back. She's like literally just reimbursed them for their money or sent them brand new stuff or whatever. Like she is on it. So listen, you have stepped on a gold mine and I'm not not mad at you. I'm here for for all of it. So yeah. So congrats, Rihanna. Call, call, you can call us. We will definitely right. come and. Do you need uh, an endorsement or something? I mean, we will know, we... listen. We will gladly. Buy. You need me to go up in full face? Listen, I will go in. <laughs> I have no oh, problem with that. Oh, by the way, so uh, in the Washington Blade re- reported that uh, in the past several months, uh, the park police, U.S. Park Police, have stepped up their enforcement um, at Meridian Hill Park in Northwest D.C. Also known as Malcolm X Park. Yeah, I was gonna say y'all act like y'all know what that park is. Right, don't act brand new. Y'all, 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 y'all act like y'all know what that park is. Hey, like don't act like y'all ain't never been. Y'all there. act like y'all never been there. Right. Uh, okay. And so you know they catching the girls, you know, doing stunts and shows in um in the woods and stuff. Listen, I purely for research purposes have been there uh, once or twice. But here's the thing for me. First of all, I like light. And walking around, just making the circuit around this park, I, I, I definitely got like 50,000 steps because, you know, just walking around <laughs> and walking up. And you, you, start, you start in a place, you walk down, you walk around, you walk up, you walk around, walk down, walk around. And you, so you just keep making this circuit. And it's, I'm just like. It, it's a bit much. If you're not a, if you're not a, uh, a, I don't want to say a, a like a hunter stalker yeah, I'm not type of person. like the thrill of of you know because some people get off on just the thrill of being out in the out in the open and and the thrill of possibly getting caught and the thrill of actually trying to find someone and and trying to see what they were up to and if, mm-hmm. if you like that like that that excites some people and then some people are like listen I just want to come get you know get my right I, that's why that's why I it, you know when I even when I was doing those kinds of things on a infrequent basis either that or other you know alphabet beaches and things like that i rarely did them because i was like if i was feeling in that mood i'd much rather just go to the glory hole where everybody's walking around with the dicks out and you know it was like easy pickings that's why and then you know that's why i love you know slammers in fort lauderdale in la because it ain't no oh well let's hang out and chit chat like the like bathhouses you know they come there people come in they walk in take off all their fucking clothes some people walk around completely naked. You do whatever it is you came to do, and everybody keeps it moving. 
So, so just be warned that you know they're out uh, enforcement. And so here's the thing: the the reason this came to light is because some of the char some of the charges were like uh, misdemeanor sexual assault and whatever. Because if you touch the officer, officer, that's sexual assault. However, the question that the defense attorney and that prompted this article was raised that a lot of these officers were plain clothed. And so I'm standing here looking at you, you standing here looking at me. I touch myself, you touch yourself. I get a little closer to you, you get a little closer to me. And then next thing we know, and then somebody got to make a first move. And so I feel like I got the, all of the green lights that you was down with it. So if I grab your ass or your dick, and then now you're like, wait a minute, I'm the police. You sexually assaulted me. But wait a minute, though. Listen, <clears throat> Malcolm X is a, is Malcolm X a federal park? Is it federal? I don't know, but it's a, well, it's the U.S. Park Police, so I'm assuming it's federal. So it's, it's federal. federal. <clears throat> That's federal. Yeah. So <clears throat> keep that in mind, girl. Yeah, so girl, take your ass she, to the glory hole or she, to she the crew federal. club or, you know, just listen. According to some of our brothers, I mean, there's there's a sex party going on every five minutes in pretty the city. much. So you, you can find, find some place with air know. conditioning on that on you, it let you can listen. And you know, in this government town, you know, you'll never you never know when you'll need to fill out a form or something like even for my job at Redacted Airlines, in order to get a badge at the airport, they ask you, have you been arrested? Not convicted, but arrested in the past ten years. Right. Luckily, I was like, "Ooh, girl, that was like twelve years ago." So <laughs> was, it's like, no, 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 no. Like in the past ten years, absolutely not. <laughs> like, absolutely. what kind of a man do you think I absolutely am? Absolutely not. Has it been ever? Well, well see, I what mean, had happened was you know, right. Yeah. So you know, I mean, listen, it was. I was young. I was young. When it starts I was up young with, and I was ready. <laughs> I was like, when it starts up when I was young, we know it's going to end. It's like, I was young and... Right. Okay, so what okay. happened was... So anyway, so now... Live! Work! Pose! <laughs> so I... Like, yes. I'm 100% getting my life from everything... Because, you, you know, this is this a perfect story? And I, I feel like if this story was made, if like all of the trans women were white or if this was a story about just gay men or whatever and, you know, most of them are white or whatever, I think we would probably be less forgiving of some of the flaws in like the acting or whatever. But I think there's a hunger to see these stories. Just like with um, Noah's Ark. Oh my God. Sometimes <laughs> the acting and the plots in Noah's Ark were terrible. Terrible. So, you know, I, listen, I'm a. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love the shit out of Noah's Ark. I'd watch it right this moment. But come on now. Some of the acting was terrible. You know, I love Alex, but Alex's acting was terrible. This it was is kind of horrible. I mean, this is what I'm thinking. In some was, scenes, yeah. I mean, it wasn't all the time. And some of the plots were very contrived. And 
it just but you we were there was this hunger to see these lives because we of saw men ourselves that on this television like yeah. us. Mm -hmm. We saw many because there are many times I could relate to Noah, many yeah. times I could relate to Alex, many times I could relate to Chance. Like you just yeah. I yes. wanted to relate to, relate to Ricky more. I listen. I want to work in a shot and just have random dudes just show up and take me in the back and just want to. Well, never mind. I guess I am. <laughs> what you will not do is try to read me on my own show. <laughs> anyway, so I was a little thirsty. I, so I think, you know, in spite of some of its flaws, this show is about characters that we either know because we are them in some way or that are friends of ours or are close to us in some way or another. So something that we don't, listen. I can. There's so funny. But it's, what's so funny to me about Noah's Ark mm -hmm. and also about Pose? There are so many things that I literally have done in my life, and I, I'm like the, laughing hysterically. Like, like the girls' trip. We just had a fucking girls' trip on our trip to Atlanta, <laughs> and did we not? Well, at least three of the four of us. You know, one was a bit of a wet blanket. But at least three of us, did we not have our own little in-car music video shoots? Listen. You know, when we were singing along <laughs> to songs and did what did not one of us couldn't drive and almost got us killed several times. She she tried it. She tried it. She you see, tried you got, it. Always got, see, that's a good reason. She tried Listen, it. Listen, what does sir say? This life be over soon. The shade lasts always. It sure does. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I thought that I, 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 I love the conceit of this episode. Are you okay, honey? Mm -hmm, I'm fine. What's the matter, Pedro? <laughs> Are you going through some sort of a psychological change, change in your life? <laughs> Are you going back to being a man? Anyway, I um, appreciated the conceit of this episode that, you know, it was like a girl's trip. Yeah. Every group of girls or every group of dudes, especially gay or LGBT, let's just broaden it, you yeah. know, has done this trip where you gather three or four of your girlfriends or your bo your boys, your girls, whatever, and y'all go someplace and, you know, you're hoping to have a cute little adventure. You're, cope you're hoping to go to a little restaurant, have a cute little kiki. You're hoping to meet a perfect stranger on the beach and have a little <sighs> cute little uh, summer love affair or whatever. And so this was that perfect, I mean, White people have made entire movies about going away for the summer and finding a dude. So why can't these three, uh, four Greece, women go? Dirty right. dancing. Uh, shit, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but whatever. Every Just fucking Nicholas Sparks movie. Well. <laughs> 16 Candles. Uh, we will not talk about the Duckman like that because the Duckman made that movie. Okay, all right. Listen. But my point is, is that these are not new stories. So if you think that don't make no sense, that don't never happen. Who goes away and falls in love over, that's the whole fucking, uh, over the course of an evening. That's the whole fucking premise of trick. That you know, you meet this stripper in the club and he sees you later and over the course of the night, y'all fall in love. Great I mean, movie by the way, if you haven't uh, seen first it. First of all, you trick need, yeah. is, you need I to, cried. you definitely need to, yeah. You know, that movie, <laughs> have you ever, yes, that movie is very, you know, I'm a, I'm a sappy romantic. Like when he called and it was the real number at the end. I mean, but you have a full spectrum of emotions. This man's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 I digress. I'm sorry. 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 I digress. Okay. okay. So yes. So so yeah. So I appreciate that. Right. Um, shout out. To, I'm gonna shout out to Ryan because I I, I it, for me just like you were saying, mm-hmm. seeing myself in all these roles and all these stories and and in this story as well. You know, it just it makes it possible. He's making it possible for others to see these trans women as great actresses. Yes. Or great actors as to you make it to make it plural and, and non mm-hmm. you know non-gendering. non-gendering. Um but that these actors are great at what they do and you are living vicariously through everything that they're doing and you know what they're what they're how they're feeling, they're conveying the like it's just the the story has now become universal for me. So the one piece of shade. I can't get past that cockeye. Moving on. <laughs> we we are going to not. We're just not. You know exactly. I didn't call, did. I didn't call no names. We we just. But everyone knows who I'm talking about. You'll look at it and be like, "Oh, see, it's beautiful." Oh, girl, that eye though. So, um, don't they, can't you get a surgery for that? Miss <laughs> Candy showed up. <laughs> I. Listen, <laughs> listen, I am happy that Miss Candy showed up like once again, and I'm living for it, Miss Candy. And you know what the Candy. funny part is? At first, yeah. this is like the fourth time she's come yeah. back, right? Yeah. The first time it made sense. The second and third time I didn't get it. But now I do like the idea. What's up, Raymond? They, I mean, the idea of a ghost coming back yes. to teach you lessons. It's the whole fucking tale of um, ghost. Uh, well, ghost, <laughs> but also what's uh, with Scrooge? Oliver and, Twist. I mean, not Oliver Twist. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scrooge. Scrooge the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but, but, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the ghost that of Christmas, Christmas past. And, yeah. Christmas, and it was yeah. all a dream and blah blah blah. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, so again, these things where people are like that don't make no sense. Bitch, that is a common literary trope to have a ghost or an imagined spirit. Come on, educated with a literary bitch. trope. Come on, bitch. Of course, honey. I went Come to a on, good school. Bitch. I didn't go to Duquesne. Oh, but you went to that agricultural. I what, went what was to that? Florida, the Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University. Oh, so you learn how to operate the farm hands and I mean the farm engines and stuff. Oh, I operated the farm hands. Too. Well, I'm, just, I'm sure. Well, <laughs> actually, I didn't do any of that. I was a good Christian boy going to architecture school and learning my lessons. Yes, anyway, he was a my, part of the good CCC. My the, point is the is convenient that... Christian coalition, huh? <laughs> convenient Christian. I'm just saying. I've not heard that one, but I like that. I'm gonna write that down. The CCC. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. But I did. I did. Um, so every time when people say, "Well, this doesn't make any sense." They're not doing anything on the thing on this show that isn't a common, use the word again, trope in um, dramatic theater or comedy or English literature. Mm-hmm. You can look back and see all of these things. You know, the girls' trip, the use of ghosts mm-hmm. to or spirits to teach people lessons yes. about life. So those are all very common things. So I appreciate that. So don't even try it. So anyway, I like you know. I liked uh, 
I love the conversation that they were having, you know, about body image and yes. first Lulu was like, you know, yes. I don't need these people, you know, looking at me or whatever. And, you know, then Blanca is like, well, you know, uh, talking about how, you know, she didn't like to take her clothes off because she didn't want eyes on her and she didn't want people, you know, clocking her teeth yes. or whatever. And, you know, Angel was there to uplift her. She was there to uplift her girlfriend, mm -hmm. but also to, to pay it forward and give back to her mother what her mother has given her. Right. Because there was a point in time where Angel didn't really believe that she was worth, or her, her value wasn't high, or her self-worth wasn't high. Right. And, and, and Blanca was there for her. So I, I kind of like that. I like seeing the, the back and forth between the sisters, and they're going back and forth, and the energy. So it was really good. They were, they were picking each other up. Right. They were feeding each other spiritually. So I, I enjoyed that. So you know what I need? I need me a rich white man with a beach house that just wants to be tied up and left in a cage for the weekend. Let me weekend tell you something. While me, you, Deviant, and Let a, me few tell other, you something. a few others of us. Let me tell you, you something. You know, because as soon as I saw that, I was listen. like, we could do that. We could find us a you white all man. Can, you can hit me up at IamEthicOnyx at gmail.com, Mr. White Man. Or Dominion Mr. Miss White Woman. DominionOnyx at gmail.com. If you just want to get tied up and left in a cage all weekend while we enjoy your liquor and your food and your five-bedroom, four-and-a-half bath, 5,000-square-foot beach house. Because that was not a beach house, bitch. That was a mansion that happened to be on the, on the beach. Just let us know, honey. Let that know. sink in for a minute. Right. So, yeah. So, okay. uh, But anyway. Um, so then with Blanca, of course, Blanca, who was the one that's supposed to can swim, is the <laughs> well, one. Well, no, I think she said she, because she said No, she, that was Angel that said she couldn't fucking swim. That's why she hated the water, because she couldn't swim. And Blanca was like, girl, I'm not going to let you drown. I thought she said that she hasn't, she didn't know how to swim either. Maybe I missed that part, because I thought she said she. She said she, yeah, she, no, Blanca said she knew how to swim, but she ended oh, up okay. being the one. All right. Who needed to get rescued? And when as soon as he jumped off the platform, I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, that was I a lot. That was a lot. I was like, "Hey, hi." I felt like what's the name from um, from Kill Bill? Hi. Right. So uh, like Go Go. <laughs> hi. Yes. Yeah, so that was <laughs> that was cute, and I uh, liked. So that when they went to the restaurant, you know, and then he she ended up going on the date. His name was Adrian, I think it was. Yeah. And they went and had a cute little moonlight stroll. And, you know, it was they cute. Yeah. And I love the fact that he was like, I know. I know. He's like, I know. He's like, I see you as a beautiful woman. and Or he said, you're a beautiful woman and right. so forth and so on. And I was like, okay. I was like, great. I, she needed that. She needed, she needed all that. of that. But I think there are also, again, this, this story is doing such a service. And it would, I think this episode was written by Janet Mock and Our Lady J, two trans women. Okay. Uh, I know that we know that Janet is. I'm not sure if Our Lady J is actually a trans woman because I've heard of her before. So I don't know if Our Lady J Jenny Livingston. No, Our oh. Lady J is. She used to do like nightlife in New York City. Mm, That's okay. how I knew of her through Johnny McGovern and a few other things. But I Johnny McGovern. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate okay. that. There are trans women out there who are thinking, "Oh, girl, I'll never find love. No man will ever find me attractive." And if they do. You know, they're not going to be able to find, just listen, a lot of women and a lot of men and a lot of trans people and a lot of gay people just want that conventionally attractive person to find them attractive. I'm not judging that. I'm not saying whether that's good or bad, but that can happen. Absolutely. That can happen and that there are men out there who see you just as a woman. Right. He ain't stupid. 
Well, yeah, I he mean, understands. He likes what he, he likes, likes. Period. What he likes, and you can find that. And I mean, I, this, this again, this was all like a fantasy little weekend. But yeah. I think that there are some women out there who are like, "Wow, it's What's great up, to see my life, you know, reflected in that way." And I'm, see I'm here for it. My fantasy, you know, reflected forward. I'm, I'm here for it. I thought it was it was a great scene, but I need to. We need to jump into our girl because. Listen, Miss Electra. First off, let's let's just start before she even got there. Let's let's mm-hmm. start about that. The fact that she damn she damn near forgot the guy for an extra thirty minutes in the damn room. Right, I was like, girl, have you not <laughs> learned your fucking lesson about leaving hoes alone? Because he said they're filing her nails. She was like, check on the, the guy in room five. She was like, oh shit. And I was like, listen, Bitch, you know better. You know better. You got a whole house full of fucking. Pine scented uh, air fresheners. Air fresheners, which you know what that means. They didn't do a good job of sealing that shit up. Because if they had, that should have should have been shrink wrapped and everything contained, and you shouldn't have been able to smell anything. Allegedly, you, you, I mean, so you, you, listen, research. I mean, I don't listen. Know. Good to know. Good to know that I, there's somebody else that has thought about that. If you do a good job, I mean, the whole point is that you're not supposed to know. Dorian Corey had a fucking body in her house for 20 years and nobody ever complained. She also had that body sitting in lie, I think it was. That was, it was But it was also like wrapped and preserved. Right, it was, and all but she, of, she kept right. springing lie. But after a while, the, the, smell, the smell goes away. After a while. Well, yeah. There's but, yeah, yeah. Left. yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, so I thought that was, was cute and that they went and that she rented a car. And but wait, then let's she be, got the ID from, from the, the bodega. bodega I, I, I didn't even come listen, on. Listen, listen. The bodega. But, you know, we have. I right, listen. never needed to do that because when I turned. First of all, I didn't even really have like a drink drink until I arrived on the campus of Florida A&M University because I just didn't do that. So I. Let me tell you something. I was. Listen, bitch, you see this halo? Honey, you Listen, see this halo? I didn't do that Susie for you. Susie May Beatty, God love her, because my grandmother is still sitting at her, sitting, sitting in her house on, uh, in Philadelphia. Mm. Listen, that young lady always kept some Miller Nips downstairs in the basement, mm. and my grandfather, Jeremiah Beatty, always kept him a, a fifth or a half a gallon of McNaughton. So when I tell you I was taking that old rock gut, whatever the hell that brown liquor was, and it was burning my th- throat and going mm. all the way down. But listen, I had drank before then. Well, I mean, I certainly had had a glass of champagne no drink. or a glass of wine. I never, I never had anything harder than that until I arrived on the campus of Florida and University. And remember, Tallahassee is a college town. It's not like where you went to school. It's uh, Duquesne is in Pittsburgh, right? Right. It's in the city. All right. So it's in a big city. Tallahassee, there's three things. It ain't no big city, but, you know. Well, it's Pittsburgh, which is bigger than Tallahassee. Okay. So, eight, three, but three things in Tallahassee. Uh, Florida A&M University, Florida State University, and the legislature. So, so basically, it's a college town. Right. So, like, the moment we arrived on campus, like, yeah, you want to get some liquor? Yeah, the guy down, you know, to run the little uh, liquor store down, at, you know, he's, he's Asian, so he like to pretend like he don't speak good English or can't read. So, you when you be like... Here's my ID. And that bitch clearly says I was born in 1971. And you 16. So that's 1989. <laughs> so that means, bitch, if it's not 1992, that means I'm not 21. But he was like, and then he would be like, that'll be $10. And then you like, okay. <laughs> and you walk out with your liquor. So it wasn't even a thing. Or if worst came to worst, you just had someone that you knew that was 21. Hey, you fucking- 21? Here's $5. Can you give me a... um? Right, so it wasn't even that big of a deal. I'm gonna split and this case if you get this th- right. We were go. good at pre-gaming, so we didn't need to necessarily until we turned 21. It wasn't a big deal 
to not be able to drink in the clubs because there were so many people who were under 21 that there were whole clubs where they just didn't serve liquor. This is or, bringing back a memory. I, listen, I am scarred, so I just want to make sure if mm -hmm. there is anybody out here that is watching this video mm -hmm. that was in the city of Pittsburgh mm -hmm. between in February of 1991. I'm sorry, yes, between January and March of 1991. There was a, there was a case of beer that was purchased that was put in an alley that we were supposed to come back and get. And when I came back to that motherfucking alley, that case of beer was gone. Whoever you bitches are, I want my motherfucking case of beer and I want that big bitch back with interest. But I digress. Girl, a case of beer from 1991? That's almost 30 years ago. Uh, that's, yeah, almost 30 years ago. I want my ago. motherfucking case of beer. Okay, yes. But so, anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, I, so, I Electra, uh, so, so, Blanca has dipped out to go to the bathroom. Electra, uh, Lulu, and Angel are sitting there having a lovely kiki, just like we would. Just like we would be at any restaurant. They're enjoying their cocktails. They done been there. It was bright noon when they got there. It's dark. That means they'd have been there for five or six hours. Just like any of our Onyx brothers know, bitch, we'll we will shut close a, a motherfucker down. down. We will. <laughs> bitch, not we'll only will we close it, we'll down, open the bitch back but, up. But they'll be sitting there looking at us like, even we closed for like listen, we've been closed for like ninety minutes. Even at the motherfucking Denny's that stay up for twenty four hours, they'd be like, y'all. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all fine. But I'm just letting y'all know we get ready. Like the with, shift change. With it, just so, just so y'all know, I need y'all to pay the bill. And so when y'all leave y'all tip, so you know, they, you know, but right. okay. But anyway. So they're sitting there enjoying it, and then this woman comes. Oh, so by the way, what you are about to witness <laughs> is an episode of Most Queer Phantom. <laughs> with the, with the, the violin. Yeah, there we go. All right. Okay. <clears throat> hold on, hold on. Oh, no, no. No, get you. Yeah, I got it. Playing the part of White Woman will be Epic Onyx. Also playing the part of Lulu and Angel will be Epic Onyx. Playing I will be playing the part of... Electra Abundance Winter. <clears throat> Shall we? Are, are we ready here? We are ready. And we're going to cue us in and... Hello, ladies. I'm a loyal customer here. Out with my girlfriends. And we're having the darndest time trying to relax into this peaceful summer evening. And what is it that we can do for you? There's nothing peaceful about your grating voices, cackling so loudly that we can't even hear our own conversation. Electra, don't do it. This one right here is not worth it. <laughs> I don't think that that my girlfriends and I are louder than any of these other tables. Why don't you be frank with us? What exactly is it that you're trying to say? I'm no dummy. I work in a city, and I know a man pretending to be a woman when I see one, and I see three right in front of me. That, this is not that type of establishment. Bitch, wait a minute. <clears throat> God may have blessed you with Barbies, Girl. a backyard with a pony, and a boyfriend named Jake, and an unwanted pregnancy that your father paid to terminate so that you can go to college and major in being a basic bitch. 
None of those things makes you a woman. Clear your throat, lubricate. Now read that bitch. Your uniform of ill-fitting J. Croc culotte, gay crew culottes, fake pearls, and 50 cent scrunchies cannot conceal the fact that you do not know who you are. I know our presence threatens you. We fought for our place at this table, and that has made us stronger than you will ever be. Now pick up your jaw up off the floor and go back to your clam chowder and shallow conversations. My girlfriends and I aren't going anywhere. And scene. Thank Bitch, you. Thank I, you. I, I, you know, because I watched you. it late because I was out at dinner with Andrew talking about Pose Sheesh. and shit. And bitch, when I, I, when I tell you I rewound that shit, Cause, like, listen, t- I was like, bitch, she, I was just, the first of all, I would have just died if, first of all, she towered. She was towering over her. She <laughs> was over, towering over her. Over this little, little white, white woman. woman. She was just like, listen. She read for, for oof, it was just, I feel and like the they gr- should have got up and left. But her girlfriends at the table, what got me, they were in the background like, Here's the key part for me. Because listen, let that have been us in any way, shape, or form, and somebody tried to read. So first off, let's be clear. Somebody was going to get jumped on. Somebody was going to try to hold somebody back. Somebody was going to be getting cussed out. It would have been me like and you. If, so, I, so, yeah. Between, if, it, if it had been like me, you, Deviant, and like uh, Special K at the table, Deviant would have been like, what did this bitch say? I know. Keneally. <laughs> would have been like, I know you fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> Keneally would have just been like, what? Bitch! <laughs> right. And I'd have been like. And me looking for the damn silverware because I'm going to jump over the table like, bitch, what is this? And I'd be like. I'm trying to understand what the problem is because I don't. I don't I first really of all, who the fuck are you? And then I'd have been like, listen, fuck you. Fuck all you stand for. And then I'd be like, God blessed me have blessed you with Barbies, a backyard with a pony, and a boyfriend named Jay. I, listen, <laughs> listen, out of random hoes. Actually, just like we all, I had something similar, but it was much shorter. Well, a couple of years ago, we went out to brunch at uh, Beacon Grill, and we were having, you know, typical brunch conversations about dicks and assholes and all kinds of shit. And um, this lady at the table next to us, she was like, excuse me. My daughter is trying to eat. I was like, you shouldn't have brought your daughter to an all-you-can-drink brunch. And since you have, since you want to monitor your daughter, how about your daughter was picking up bacon off the bar barehanded? And then there's that. And then so she, she did the same thing to that woman. She was like, oh, right. Girl, don't, don't try it. But, Not every right to beat is. You do. But listen. warm clam chowder. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the, you, <laughs> you get the quote of the year. Mm-hmm. For one of your closing arguments, what did I say? That was from a movie. I don't remember this. First Wives Club. I drink because I, I don't remember what is it. I'm gonna have to write this down. Oh, grow from love. Oh, yes. That is my, listen, that is my new tagline. Anytime someone say something real crazy, I will read the shit out of them. And at the end, like, remember, so remember uh, the in First Wives Club, Bette Midler's character's husband was, 
they had been seeing a relationship therapist. The yes. husband ended up <laughs> fucking the therapist. No, it was, uh, what's her name? Not Bette Midler's. It was the other one. Um, oh, uh, Diane, Diane, Ke- Diane, Diane Keaton. Keaton. Yes, Diane Keaton. Right, Diane Keaton's character, they were in couples counseling. Since they were a fairly successful couple, the counselor was actually like a famous author. Yes. And she had written a book, book talk called Grow From Love. Right. And so at the end of the movie, for those of you who haven't seen First Wives Clubs, and if you are black or gay or kinky or human, you need to fucking see the first wife. Because it was club. motherfucking it was everything. everything. Yeah. She, she cusses everybody out, and then at the end, Diane, Diane Keaton says, Grow from love. Right. And I just add the hoe because that's what I do. That's just where we are. Right. So, but, you know, anyway, that, that gets the so close, close this, out of the So uh, this Tuesday is the season finale of Pose. I'm trying to understand what this is going to be. Mm-hmm. To make me, you know, because there's the season three that, you know, so I'm trying to, I'm just trying to understand how this is going to end. I hope it ends on a good note. I imagine that it will. You know, I just hope it ends on a good note and I hope it doesn't end with. Or it could be like Empire Strikes Back and somebody dies. (sighs) Or (laughs) if it is Empire Strikes Back, pray tell finds out that he's Ricky's father. (laughs) <laughs> like, bitch! No! <laughs> no, that would never. That happen. is hilarious. Yeah, that's that hilarious, is hilarious. But, uh, I'm looking forward to that, and we know season three is coming. Then we can look forward to uh, American oh, Horror so, Story uh, on September 18th. So American Horror Story. I am here for it. So a new thing for you to add to your Amazon Prime queue: The Boys. So I was. It's, I've seen the advertisements before. I just it haven't gotten was, into it. I thought it, it, it's so it's a world where there are superheroes, mm-hmm. right? But the superheroes are managed by a company. Okay. And so the company is there to make money. So it's all about the merchandising. Okay. And then when superheroes do dumb shit, either accidentally or on purpose, they pay people off. Like the Incredibles as well. Yeah, yeah. But it's this was, this was not yeah. a cartoon. This was dark, 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 dark. Really. Like parts of it were dark. dark okay, dark, dark, dark. no, I'm, I'm here for it. Frontal nudity. Yay. So it, it's it's good. I, I think you'll Hi. you'll like it. It drags a little bit, but it's also funny by turns and sad and okay. whatever. So how many episodes? Uh, there were eight episodes for the okay. first season. Cool. All yeah, right. so you I'm here for want to check that out. I think I'm gonna have to check that out. So okay. yeah, wrap us up. So listen, um, the BGKH show. Spring, uh, take two. Take a drink of water. Drink your water, Shelby. The BGKH show streams live on Wednesdays on Mm www.voxwave.com, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern and 5 to 6 p.m. Pacific. Episodes are available on YouTube every Friday. Search for Vox Power 373 mm-hmm. and look for the BGK8 show with Dominion and Epic. Yes. Currently, we are able to, to host a, a live studio audience. You can't be in our audience. You know what? You can give us a call. We always love to chat with you live. You can reach us at 240-719-2560. One more again. That's 240-719-2560. Okay. So, um, but... After that, if you want to get in touch with me or Dominion, you can reach me at Epic Onyx One on Twitter. You can also reach me at I am Epic Onyx on Instagram, and you can also search for me on Facebook as Epic Onyx. And Dominion, how can people reach you? You can find me at Dom Onyx on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook is facebook.com slash Dom Onyx and www.domonyx.com. So 
Uh, listen, I, we just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys being here. Don't forget that uh, August 17th, uh, which is this Saturday, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, They're going to be the uh, second annual cookout that is going to be had at the, it's bo the Box Power Box Power Cook. Cookout. Mm -hmm. So um, it is going to be at twelve six zero three Longwood Drive in Beltsville. Yes. So make sure you sh come in and support. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a chance to see you. But again, it's going to be on Saturday, the seventeenth, and it's going to actually start at uh, four. four p.m. I won't be there till like five thirty. Yeah, I got to figure out what's going to go on. So and we'll I'm gonna definitely bring a backpack, you know, because this is this is a uh, you know. Vox Power is big on helping the community, like Absolutely. the canned food drive and the coat drive. And this year we're going to uh, bring a back. You, you need to bring a backpack. I mean, girl, yes, it says bring a backpack, but the idea is that there will be shit in the backpack, like pens and paper and shit. You know, just school don't stuff. Oh, you know, an empty backpack. You know, don't don't. I mean, don't if that's it. if that's what you have to bring and that's what, all that you are able to bring, that's fine. But it would, be, girl, it would be much better if you could put something else in it. And a new backpack. We don't want your old hand-me-down. Let's you know gotta what? be specific with the kids sometimes. Because I'm just like, come on now. This is true. So but anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Love you. Have a Bye. good night. Bye. Mwah.